Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio. Featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host... Charlotte Spicer. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Spiritual Insights. Today, our guest is Psychic Shaman Rai. Shaman Rai is a medium, a medical intuitive, and a healer. He also channels messages from beings of light, ascended masters, and archangels. Using his clairvoyance, clairaudient, clairsentient, and empathic abilities, he provides information about those who are alive or deceased. He can see the condition of the body and identify underlying physical or emotional issues. As appropriate, he brings in divine energies to initiate a physical, emotional, or spiritual healing process. Call in with one question per person to connect to someone on the other side or look into any physical or emotional pains in a quick psychic reading. All you have to do is dial area code 347-934-0751. Press 1 to get into the list of callers. Be sure that you hear the Blog Talk Radio robot say you are now in the host queue. Welcome to the show, Shaman Rai. It's exciting. Our first segment together. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really been looking forward to this. It's been uh, a while since we first connected, and I did yeah. some work with you, so it's exciting. Yes. Yes, you did. Let me tell everybody about that, and then I want to ask about your path. We'll uh, spend just a little bit of time on that, and we'll, we'll jump right to the phones. Um, okay. You got in touch with me. And, uh, we connected on a telephone, and you gave me a reading and a healing session. And my experience with it was that you were very um, accurate, especially with regard to areas of my body that are affected by negative emotions. And you did a healing and a clearing and told me how I would feel later on. And then you were exactly right. I had to cry it out a bit. But the next day I woke up and I felt like a new person. I really did. It was great, an excellent great. session. And I appreciate you sharing that with me so that I could tell others what my experience was and speak from uh, experience. So very quickly, uh, how did you get started? When did you come out of the psychic closet, so to speak? What was your path like? <laughs> Yeah, I know. Uh, well, um, <laughs> um, I mean, you know, it started out, uh, I, I was told by a psychic that I was born and able to meditate at that time. When I was about six years old, my mother's mother passed away, and I had the first experience of someone from the other side coming to me after that. And for many years, I, I'd have uh, psychic insights um, growing up, like, uh, just a, a couple of funny stories. Uh, when I was in junior high school, I had a girlfriend, and then we weren't girlfriend and boyfriend anymore, and she went away for a summer, came back, told me about this boy she had met. And as we were walking around and just chatting, all of a sudden I was able to see uh, that she had a mark on her chest, and uh, I told her about it, and she said, yes, that's exactly what happened. So that it just came to me. 
But my fun story from when I was in high school was I was in New York, I lived in New York. Willie Mays was playing for the New York Jet, New York Mets, and I all of a sudden I yelled out to my friend, "He's going to do a triple play!" And guess what? I wish I had bet on it. Willie Mays uh-huh. did a triple play. Very cool. But anyway, yeah. And then you know I had many, many, a lot of a lot of things over the years. Uh, um, in the 90s, I was very involved with Ross Perot as a volunteer, and I had a numer- number of visions during that period of time. Um, one of them actually saved my life because I was shown in a dream, in this case, of black rain coming down, and then a car was in front of me, and suddenly it flipped and drove backwards into a parking lot quickly. And as it happened, uh, a boss of mine sent me on a, on a day to go to the bank, which I didn't normally do, and the same exact scene happened, and I was prepared for it. And if I hadn't been alert to it, I could have been in a major car accident. Wow. But my major openings, my mo- major openings happened because of clearing myself for many, many years. Um, my, my guru is Paramahansa Yogananda. I, was first, I first came to him. When I was in Chicago, I went into a bookstore. I was told that um, I had, there's a book there by an Indian, and it's not Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. I walked around. I saw autobiography of a yogi, his eyes staring at me, and I knew this was the one that I was supposed to be with because I had been asking for a guru. And, yeah. and, um, and I, for many years, I did Kriya Yoga, which is the purpose of Kriya Yoga. One of the key things is that it helps clear the karma of thousands of years. So I did that, and then um, and then what I did was I worked with a chiropractor who helped release other things from memories this life and his last life. But my last major event was when um, I met somebody who I knew from a past life, and we had an issue from that. And I said, "Well, how do we clear it?" And she said, "She'll dream about it, and she'll be told." She was a Native American. She'll be told. And we both went to sleep, uh, you know, in our separate houses. We were just friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, she got half the message. I got half the message. She did this ceremony on me. Lifetimes passed through me. I released them, uh, especially the last life where I was a rabbi in a concentration camp. And, uh, And after that, all of my abilities shot wide open. I was sitting with a friend meditating, and her stomach was bothering her. And she said, would you send love to my, my stomach? And this wasn't that kind of, you know, that I thought of love in a romantic way, and I wasn't involved with this person. And I said, well, let, let's meditate first. And, and as I closed my eyes to meditate, I was told Reiki. I said, lie down on the couch. I put my hand over the area that was bothering her. I saw the vision of what, the person who was hurting her, and I removed it, just drew the energy right out of her. And that really started it. And I always say that my higher self, God, whoever, keeps on putting me in situations over the years to keep on expanding my abilities, and that's really what's happened. Fantastic. And on the academic front, you hold a Ph.D. in social and personality, or is it personality or personal psychology? Social personality psychology, yes. It's Mm -hmm. a Ph.D. from, Okay. and And for most of my career, I've been in psychology. Got you. And is it pronounced... uh, Naturopathy or naturopathy? Correctly. Absolutely, naturopathy. Yeah, I have a degree in that. Okay. And you're also certified in Reiki, integrated energy therapy, and hypnosis. Correct. I guess you wanted to be a triple threat. (laughs) 
I want them to do Willie Mays game again. <laughs> there you go. The triple play. <laughs> All right. Well, good information. I just wanted everybody to get an idea of who you were and what your story was. And are you ready to go to the phones? Absolutely. I'd love to. Okay. Here we go. Here's the lineup, ladies and gentlemen. Up first is area code 901. Second is area code 505. Third is area code 443. Fourth is area code 914. And then we'll move on from there. We have uh, lots of people to get to, but we'll, it'll be very good, but it'll be rather brief, about maybe 10 minutes per person. And we have to get to the next callers and be um, respectful of our other callers. So we don't want to uh, throw in extra questions or, or drag on too long. Okay, everybody, let's be uh, respectful and let's all learn together. Okay, area code 901. Hello. Thank you for calling in. What is your name? Hello, this is Lenise. Thank you for taking my call. Lenise sure. is my name. How do you spell um, that? L-E-N-E-S-E. I love it. Great name. Thank you. Nice energy. And, okay, so what do we do now, Shaman Rye? How do we approach? Does she ask you a direct question? Yeah. Let her let her say whatever's on her mind that, that she'd like some guidance in. Okay. Take it away, Lenise. Okay, um... I know I have some emotional issues around relationship. I'm 50 years old, and every time a man comes into my life, it's short-term as he gets to know me, and he is somehow deflected from my energy. This is the way I'm seeing it. And I'd like to know uh, what's going on with that, and should I have a shamanic healing in Peru? Okay, so first of all... um I get the feeling um, your solar plexus area is your stomach stomach area. So do you feel tightness in there, tension in that area? I guess that's what you would call it. That's been going on for about a year or so now. Happens infrequently, but yes, I don't really know what it is. That's what I'm feeling as a core, right? And that's where... By the way, I'm just guided to give the answers as they come up. I'm just a, I'm just a, a channel for the information that comes through. So okay. I'm, uh, that's the first thing that comes up. But what it signals to me is important because that is that is your power center. And so what it says to me is that there is um, there's a loss of power for you, and there was a loss of power for you. Um, they're saying earlier in your life. I also just got something that hit in my throat um, as, though, um, as though I wanted to throw up, um, but it was, um, and, it's, and it's kind of distasteful for me. But that's also an express, that could be several different things. But one thing is, uh, very quickly, is that it tends to be an inability to fully express your emotions, your feelings, your thoughts, you, you're held down. What the two of them together tell me is that at various times you've gone through situations where you have not been able to be who you truly are, express who you are, you've been put down, and you've lost your power as a result. And this has to do with men, and it may have to do with your father, because that's what they're saying to me, that your father, and um, the word I'm going to use now, I want to clarify and explain to everybody, when they say to me abuse, that's the word that they said to me, it could be physical, sexual, verbal, any kind of abuse that you go through of putting you down, which would fit with this pattern. Um, there may have been uh, some kind of um, uh, physical uh, or sexual abuse in this case. Does that make any sense to you, Lenny? Well, my father was physically abused 
um, abusive to my mother, and I would always try to stop him from abusing mm. her physically. Okay. I mean, okay. like every weekend, so <laughs> that would be the abuse. Yeah, and there would be the identification with your mother. And so what's going on for you when you say that you're having a difficult time dealing with uh, man, what there there are a couple of things here. One, one is clearly that incident from your early childhood acts as a filter in your relationship to all men, and so there's a barrier of protection that you have put up in because of you know protecting your mother and the need to be protected away from your father. You see women need, needing to be protected by men from men, so that you've created that. There's this memory that's deep inside you, which is probably lodged in both your solar plexus and in your throat chakra mainly. And so what you want to do is uh, you, want to, you do want to do a healing, but you could do a shamanic healing. That would be fine. But what I would recommend is you begin the process yourself. And this is where I tell people to begin, is begin with a forgiveness. Because what you're doing is you have a lot of anger towards your father, which is expressed in keeping men away also. And, there's a, and, and so there's anger there, and you also carry fear, and you also carry a sense of weakness within you that you couldn't protect your mother. And so what you want to do is, is forgive your father and forgive yourself and forgive the circumstances, and you probably also want to forgive your mother, and there, are probably, and there may be other people in your life who you want to forgive. There are many ways that you can do it, um, you know, Hanapana Ono, is a very simple one that some people use, and, and uh, it's very simply, you know, you say uh, to the person, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. And you begin the process of establishing the love that's there. Another way that I like, because it made a difference for me, because when I talk, this is basically a, 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 an abusive kind of situation, which is one that I had gone through, I found that it was very powerful for me to write a letter that nobody else saw to the person describing everything that they did that ever hurt me throughout my life. Read that letter over once a day until all the emotion was gone, and then, and then forgive them, forgive yourself, and forgive the situations in each of those. And another step you can do is, see, right now where, where your mindset is that you're the victim, and you are truly not a victim. That's a story that you're living inside of, and so what you want to do instead is rewrite those stories. These are just life stories, and you can rewrite them so that you become the heroine in the story. doesn't mean that you beat up on the father or anything like that. It, I think of it more as you placing yourself as the wise woman and having compassion for that person who did the hurting, understanding that their life circumstances created who they were, and they were, they were victim to that, and you want to free yourself of being the victim of what they've done in your household. Does that make sense for you? Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Well, wow. I, hope, I hope I've answered you. And, you know, there are other things that can be done, and, you know, that that's, I think so that's her, enough for right now. Though. So her second question was, should she have a shamanic healing in Peru, or did you just do that? I didn't, I didn't do what I said was she could have a shamanic healing, but what I recommend is before she go and do a shamanic healing, that she she go and do this work of forgiveness. 
because what's going to happen is it's we're like peeling onions here, and she can begin the process much faster. You know, my where I use that, it was back in the you know back twenty five years no fifteen years before I completely cleared myself, and so it takes time and time and time. So you know, there there are things that can be done to help transmute those energies to change the situations energetically, that, mm-hmm. that's something that a shaman can do for you. Okay. And, of course, meditation is always best too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I always, I always started off, you know, saying, you know, do you do meditation, yoga, things like that in order to free those energies. Perfect. How do you feel, okay, Lenny? Well, I feel better. <laughs> Good. Do like you think there you is can... a, there's a solution to what I'm going through. So I will yes. start the forgiveness process. And I okay. plan to proceed on to go to Peru and do the shaman. Okay. Retrieval, and, soul retrieval. And, oh, excellent. Oh, soul retrieval. Soul retrieval, um, yeah. Session. Yeah. So writing, writing that letter and getting it all out of you and purging it because the, the cells of the body hold those memories and those emotions and getting that out is an excellent way. And I love the way you put it, Shaman Rai, that you should read it every day until the emotion is gone. I, I think that's um, beautifully expressed. Okay, Lenise? Great. Okay, great. Thank you and very much. I'll continue well, to listen. Okay, I'll great. put you on hold. And if you would like to hear this, this is being recorded. And you can even okay. download a copy for yourself, okay? I definitely will. So okay, keep many up with blessings. Those directions. Many okay. blessings to you all. Thanks again. You're welcome. That was great. Okay, area code 505 bringing you live. I made a Hi. rhyme. Hi, what's your name? I'm Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Have you called in before? Yes, I've uh, expressed my dreams to you. (laughs) Yes, Patricia, (laughs) (laughs) one of my dreamers, Shaman Rai. And what is your question for Shaman Rai? Well, um, just really quick for the other caller, the Ho'oponopono is like a miracle. It's wonderful. If she can do that, do it, because it worked wonders for me. I actually had a person call me up while I was saying the Ho'oponopono and apologize out of the blue, so it works. <laughs> but anyway, where do you um, get that? The whole open, open, o? Yeah, it's it, it's those phrases that I said. It's very it's a very a very simple way of doing it. You know, you uh-huh. say, um, "Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Thank you. I love you." And you say it to them over and over. That's one way. You can just put it in uh, Google and and see more about it. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I just wanted to know. Exactly. Okay. There's a song, it too, that's very beautiful if you sing it. But anyway, I'll move on. Um, okay. Shaman Ray, thank you so much for taking a call for me. I appreciate it. Um, I'm looking for um, great freedom. I, I've done a lot of clearing in my life. Um, I, I believe that I'm, I'm there, and um, I'm in the present moment, and I am just wanting to um, incorporate more freedom and... Uh, just have a very low, um, um, just a, a very simple life. And I'd like to find out what you see for me, uh, what's, what's ha- going to be happening for me. Spirit has been working with me, especially through my dreams. And I'd like to find out, um, you know, what is the, the core, the key that, that that's coming towards me. Okay. And I'm okay. not in a relationship well, either, so... Okay. Um, well, as you were talking, I was having this vision, and um, it's something about your eyes. Now, do you 
do you wear your hair down over your right eye? No. Kind of. Uh, okay, for some reason that's what they're showing me. They're showing me one eye that is kind of, it's not completely covering it, but, it, you know, you're able to see through the openings of the eye. And um, so that um, what that suggests to me and what they said to me is that there's, um, there's something where you're not quite seeing things as they really are. Um, it's a little bit of, you know, your uh, things are a little bit, fuzzy or blocked for you, um, particularly, I think that's your right eye that I'm looking at. Um, and so, um, yeah, you still, you still have more clearing to go through. Um, and this man issue that you bring up, not being in a relationship, that's kind of an old story for you, isn't it? It's been going on for a while. Well, um, I'm I'm really looking for my my destined mate. I I would really like to have a destined mate. The the person that I um chose before I incarnated into this earth. Um I'm I'm tired of I I just ended a really long-term relationship. I've had um mm-hmm. you know, relationships that I've had to clear. I've had to do the whole open open on <laughs> and uh, I've I've cleared those but I'd really like a beautiful relationship. Okay. Um, I'm to tell you a couple of stories about me, which will relate to exactly what you're talking about, all right? Um, and I'll give you a method. Um, basically, um, I, I was, I've been divorced twice, and I'm now in the relationship that I've, that I've always wanted to be in. And um, basically what happened was after my first, rela- my first marriage ended, I sat down and I knew exactly what I wanted in my next partner. And when I met her, I felt she was my soulmate, and she was. And I knew exactly what lifetime she was with me as my wife in the past. But what happened was we had things to still work out, and she would not shift, and so we had to end that relationship. But then when we knew we were ending that relationship, I sat down, and this is a method that you can use, I sat down, and I literally wrote down exactly what I wanted. I wanted to be with a woman with whom I could be one in body, mind, heart, soul, and being. That was a big shift from what I wanted from my second uh, wife, who I ultimately met. And I actually took that, and I put it into a box. And if you, if you look on my website, you'll find a description of these methods that I'm telling you. But basically, you create and you call to you as a person. Now, I want to deal with this issue of soulmates and all of that, because believe me, I've been in the same headset of, you know, wanting to be with my soulmate and, and all of that. What you really are calling to you is a person who matches your vibration. This may or may not be the person with whom you were created. In fact, I met the person with whom I was a twin flame, but we could not get along, and very quickly we went our separate ways. And that was perfectly fine because we were not ready. We were not a a match vibrationally to be together. But there are many, many different soulmates. There are many people you've had many lifetimes with, and each of them you may call upon to be your partner with, and sometimes you may have to work out some karmic things with them. So I always say after that, you know, after after my first divorce and after that second marriage, 
you know, be careful what you ask for, you know, and that's why I was very careful in phrasing uh, that for this person that I'm with now, that I wanted a person with whom I could be one in body, mind, heart, soul, and being, and that's the way we are. I mean, you know, I love this woman each and every minute, and um, and and she treats me so beautifully. It's exactly what I wanted. So you need to think through what you want, and the universe will provide it. For that second wife, during after that first divorce, I just declared to the universe, and I was driving in a car with friends coming back from a spiritual retreat, and I said, I want a woman who is this, this, and this, which was everything that my first wife couldn't stand in, in who I was. You know, that's hard for me to explain. But mm. um, but I, I would recommend that you take a look at some of the articles I've written about how to call your twin flame and soulmates and what it really is all about. It's, all, it's really, in some ways, this whole thing about twin flame soulmates is a 3D concept. It's not exactly the way God designed it. But, um, but always remember that, you know, you're going to call to you the person that meets a need of some kind. And the value in that relationship is to see what's, what, why you call that person to you and then go beyond, you know, grow beyond that. Have it be a growth opportunity for you. I, I, I hope that gets close to answering your question. Yeah, definitely. Um, yes, I do understand this concept. Thank you. Um, and so you're saying that there's just a little bit more clearing that I need to do, and I'm not Yeah, that's – exactly. There are some things from your childhood, and, you know, I, you know um, there's some things I don't say on air because it's, it's public, and I, I don't want to delve into certain areas, okay, but there, were, there are certain things that are still there within you that have to do with your childhood and that has not been fully released, even though you've done an awful lot of work. And believe me, you know, I understand that, you know, you can do lots and lots of work. I've done lots and lots of work. I'm not saying I'm 100% clear either. But, you know, there's always a clearing that we need to do to get to that next level. And if you're finding an area of your life that isn't working for you, that you're not drawing that person to you that you want, then it's, you need to look into what it was early in your life that was rather traumatic for you that um, you didn't, um, that you may have felt you have released, but you are attracting to you men who are almost repeating some pattern that was there earlier in, in your life. And mm. that's, that's kind of what I'm seeing. Okay. Oh, and just uh, just to let you know, Patricia, uh, the website is shamanrai.com. That's spelled S-H-A-M-A-N-R-A-I.com. And Shaman Rai's also got a special offer for the listeners. I was going to surprise everybody towards the end, but it's actually a 25% off discount on a one-hour session. So if you would like to take advantage of that offer, he can go more deeply into what you need to hear. There's just certain things you don't want said on public radio. Right. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you for your reading. It was very enlightening. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to talk to you again, Patricia. Nice to talk to you. Thank you. Uh-huh. I'll put you on hold. All right. Area code 443, bringing you live on the air. Hi. How are you? What's your name? Uh, my name is Kathy. How are you? Hi, Kathy. How are you? Is that with a Good. K or a C? Um, K-A-T-H-I-E. Oh, it's IE. Okay, I got the K. I needed an IE. Gotcha. 
What would you like to ask Shaman Rye? Well, okay. Hi there. I'm on my spiritual Hi. journey, and I feel like I'm not good enough to uh, be able to do readings or cards and healing, and I'm not sure why. So uh, you're kind of getting fuzzy, so I just want to repeat it back to you so I make sure I get what you're you You're on your spiritual journey, and you feel like you're not uh, ready? Is that the no, I'm not, not I'm, ready? I'm not good enough. You're not good enough. Okay. You got readings. Okay. You want to you give readings? Yeah, okay. healings, all that. Okay. So, okay, so... Let me let me ask you this. Where else in your life, this is just for you to get in touch with, where else in your life does that show up that you're not good enough to do? Mm, probably growing up. Um, How about, what I mean is, as an, as, an, as an adult right now, where else in your life does it show up that you're not good enough to do something? Uh, work, not smart mm-hmm. enough. Mhm. Okay. And so, and 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 so, you know, this is the condition that humanity is in because over millennia, we've been put down. That's been part of, you know, the programming that we've gone into, and so. We've been made to feel not good enough, made to feel unworthy. And and naturally, that goes into many areas of our life. And so the issue is not around your, your, your readings or your cards or anything like that. Your reading is, what you were starting to talk about, was about what happened in your life to have you feel that you're not worthy and I have a feeling you feel that you've named one area, which is work, but I have a feeling that there's something about you not feeling worthy of the love of a husband or a man. And um, I have a feeling you also have has something to do with children. I don't know if you have children, but I saw children. And it may be that you don't even feel worthy of the love of the children. And this comes from what you had stated, which was earlier in your life, the way that you had been treated. And made and felt humiliated is the word that I'm hearing, and as a result of that humiliation, you grew up. Uh, you felt very awkward as you grew up. Um, you didn't feel very pretty as you grew up, and um, I get the feeling that at times you actually it got created such anxiety within you that you actually uh, felt like throwing up uh, at various things. I saw you very dressed up and. Um, there was just this feeling of tremendous insecurity about being in a social setting. I think that that was what I was seeing. So, you know, what what you want to do, you want to take the advice first of, uh, you know, what I said early in the show with Lenise, uh, of forgiving, you know, very often. uh, You know, I I do see something with your father taking place. Um, You know, somebody, I think Lenise mentioned, you know, soul retrieval. I just want to cover that real quick because I'm not sure if it's appropriate for you because if it is during a session what I'll see is Mother Mary comes to me and we do a soul retrieval but usually that occurs under a major traumatic stress it could be anything having to do with sexual abuse, physical abuse parents divorcing 
uh, a father running away or mother running away from the family, abandonment, things like that. Uh, when I just said abandonment, that struck a very strong chord with me. I have the feeling that there wasn't a major, there was a, a, an abandonment issue for you early on in your life, and that abandonment issue makes you feel like you don't, you, you should not be connected with anybody else, that you can't trust other people, and, you, and as a result of the experiences, you can't really trust yourself. So now, that, back, that could be from, uh, it's not this lifetime, it's uh, other lifetimes, right? It could be. Uh, I'm just picking up in a real general way right now, you know, what's going on. And, yeah, we come in, you know, with, with experiences and with memories built into us from earlier lifetimes. You know, it's like last lifetime I was a rabbi and ended up in a concentration camp. What did I want to be at the beginning of this life was a rabbi, you know, and that stays with you. So, yes, those past lives can all influence you uh, in, in where you're at right now. So, you know, what you can, you know, the work that can be done is going back, releasing those memories, and, um, and freeing you up from them so that you can, your energies can flow. See, what's happening is that some level of energy is being blocked in your body. Now, I, uh, you know, I don't know if this is you or this is me, but um, do you have an issue going on in um, the area that's above your solar plexus on the right-hand side? Mm-hmm. You do? Yeah. Okay, because that's what I'm feeling. It's, I'm feeling it very, very strongly. That's, you know, I'm not looking yet at what that is, but that's where a lot of emotional um, barriers uh, that are blocking the flow of energy to you, because, and it may be blocking what you've got to have the flow of energy going all the way through your solar plexus, up through your throat chakra, all the way up to your crown chakra. It's got to be moving smoothly, all right? And something something is there that's blocking it. It's very, very painful to me. And, um, and so that would be, for me, that would be a starting point for me because it's coming up so strongly that I would examine that and see what was going on. And, and so that's something I would recommend that you do is see what it is that memory is there, around that. Um, what I'm going to do very, very quickly, or very, very, very quickly, I'm just going to send you some energy into that spot, and it may release some memories for you tonight uh, about what's going on there, but I'm, I'm just sending you some very light. Uh, I'm doing it through my hands primarily. I'm just sending you some energy into that area, and when I feel better, then I know you're feeling better. Um, So, um, do you remember something around the age of five years old, an incident that took place when you were five years old, and again, the word abuse comes up, that you felt abused at that particular period of time? I see you in a little dress. It may have been a party dress or something. I don't know. Does that make any sense for you? Um, no, but I've heard that before. Okay. Because I see a boy, a young boy, and I see you running after him in your dress. Um, and so whatever is going on here, and I'm not able to completely release it right now, um, is, um, is part of that memory from when you were very young and whatever took place there. I don't know if it's a school or it's a party or an outing. It seems like you're running across 
a field or and he's just running away from you. It's like you just want to get him and I don't know why yet. Okay. <clears throat> well, I guess I'll have to I will call you for your special. <laughs> okay. Well thank you. Thank you. Is that helpful, Kathy? Very much, yeah. Thank you. Good. I'm glad. I know you sound pretty quiet, so you must have hit some nails on the head, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it happened to me, too. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for calling, and I'll put you on hold so you can continue to listen. And don't forget, this is being recorded. The name of his website is shamanrai.com. Okay, Kathy? Thank you. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Shaman Rai, would you like me to go to commercial break and give you a chance to sip some water or something? I just did that. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we're good. Area code 914, you're coming up next. After you is area code 805 and then 818. And we'll get to as many as we can in the time that remains. Okay, so area code 914, bringing you live on the air. Hi, what's your name? Hi, my name's Melissa. Hi, Melissa. I hear myself in the background there. Oh, you do? Yeah, could you turn no, it down I'm just not... a little bit? Okay. All right. We got Melissa. Hello? Okay. Is better? Your yeah, that's better. What's your Hi. For yeah, my question is, is that um, I don't, I haven't been with my ex-boyfriend for three years now, and it's like when it rains or something like that, I think about him, or sometimes he just pops in my mind, and I just wanted to know is that um, is there some type of connection? Does he think like how I feel when I get like a, like if it rains, I get upset because I'm thinking about him? Does that happen? What 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 I'm getting is that um, that he's pretty much broken away, and um, I'm sorry, I'm getting the feedback also. Yeah. Um, is that, is that what I'm seeing is a separation from him. I don't think you've released him yet. I think you've created mm-hmm. a, you have a cord still with him, but I don't think I think you've placed a cord within him to retain uh, some, uh, usually what happens is a cord is created in order to receive the energy of the other person and, and to hold on to them. And what I'm seeing is a cord there between the two of you, but it's not one that he's, he's, he's not supporting it. It's something that you've created. And so what we would do is, I'm going to do it really quickly now, and hopefully this will help you a little bit. But also you've got to do the work because it, you have to let go of this thought. As long as you are going to, whenever that thought comes up when it's raining, it's because of some need that you have, and that's what connects you to, to him. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to release these cords, not me. I'm going to have Archangel Raphael and Michael do it. And then your work, if you really want to be move on in your life, is for every time his he comes up, then you have to let him go and just let that go through and replace that thought with something positive, something about creating your future. Uh, it sounds like you have a child there, about your child's future, whatever it is. You also want to do some forgiveness work that Denise was told about before, um, and that will help you also. So very quickly what I'm going to do is I'm, I've already called in Archangel Michael and Raphael. The way they work together is I'm going to send, I'm, I'm going to chill. I'm sending Archangel Raphael over to the end of the cord that's in your boyfriend. 
and he's going to work on cutting that out at its roots. Archangel Michael's job is he holds on to that cord that's between the two of you, and when it's released, he's going to take it up and transmute it into pure white energy and light and give it to God. So Archangel Raphael is still working on you. I mean, on him, on your boyfriend, your ex-boyfriend. I see a lot of life coming out. That end of the cord has come out pretty easily. It's not very very deep at all, rooted. And a lot of light is coming out as we release it. Michael, Michael, is, Michael is holding that up. And now Archangel Raphael is coming to you, Melissa, and he's beginning to cut it. Now, uh, he's working on that. And while he's working on that, I'm going to send a ball of light into your boyfriend so that that area where the cord was is sealed so that there's no vacuum there so nothing else can go into it. Archangel Raphael is working a little bit harder on your cord, on your end of it. Uh, he says he's almost got it, and he's got it. Archangel Michael is now taking the cord up, and he's transmuting it into pure light. I'm sending a golden ball of light into you, which went into your solar plexus area, and that was where the cord was, and we're going to ease this out. Okay. So you have some work to do. You don't have a strong cord there, but naturally, if you are going to be fixated on him, you can always create another cord if that's what you want. But if you want to move into another relationship, move forward with your life, and uh, don't, like I said, release him, forgive him, do the forgiveness work, forgive your ex, and, and start to create your future, like I told somebody else, to create the very things that you want in your life. And again, there's an article on my website that tells you how to create bringing somebody into your life that, that you want to. I hope that's helpful to you, Melissa. Do you have any questions? No, that's very helpful. I would definitely, okay. um, it, like, if I decide to do, like, a forgive you letter, do I just write it and then I can rip it up, or do you burn exactly. it? What do you suggest? Either way, just what you want to do is you want to write it, read it over, and forgive that person, forgive yourself in the situations, and just get rid of it. Burn it. Burning ceremony is fine if you want to do that, or you can just, or you can just tear it up and throw it away. This way, you're just letting all of that energy go. I'll okay. definitely do that. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you for calling. I'll put you on hold. Bye. Awesome. 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 I love it. I love that, you know, the, the the way you express yourself and the things that you believe in resonate um, perfectly parallel to what I believe in. So it's it's nice and comfortable for me to listen to you and, and everything you say about the chords is um, a, a mirror of what I believe. So I, I just think that's great. It's a great working relationship. Terrific. So area code 805, you're up next. Hello, what's your name? Hi, my name is Donna. Hello. Is it Donna or Jonna? Uh, Donna. Donna. With Hi, Donna. Yeah. Hi. Thank you for calling in. What is your question for Shaman Rye? Thank you. Well, I would like to, um, I go through spurts. I kind of rely on winning things for my income because I'm on disability and that's just enough to live on. You know, and I have won a car and I've won, you know, several trips abroad and, um, but I want to know if, if, if this is coming in for me again. Okay. Um, kind of low first on of all, what, there's a lot of energy going through my hands. Is there something going on with your hands? No. 
Donna? Okay. No, my hands are fine. Um, well, I'm feeling, what I'm wondering is, because so much energy came into my hands as you were talking, um, do you do you use your hands for healing in any way? Um, no, but I think that I have a very healing effect on people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, now you're asking whether you're going to win again? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, me? yeah, whether it's the abundance is going to come in again soon because, um, you know, I kind of well, rely on that. Well, the words that they just said to me is abundance is hers. Now, those are the words they said. Um, what did they say? I didn't um, hear that. Abundance is hers. And like so abundance is yours. Uh, no, abundance is hers. Abundance is yours. Is not is not not coming uh, through. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, now they're not gonna. They're they're flashing different pictures in front of me. Um, one of them. The one, the main one that I'm seeing has something to do with an elephant. I don't know. Yes, and, you're and so right. Were... You're so right because I had a dream, and they called the number nine, and I said, "Oh, it's mine! I won!" And it was an elephant that I won. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, I love and it. And then I had three, three other times. My mother, whom is on the other side, I had three different dreams with her, and we are celebrating, and there's such joy and happiness in each dream. Wow. Well, that Great. is awesome. So Anything with the colors that talk about the elephant, because that's that's what I, you know, that's what I won was an elephant. Hmm. Is there anything in your dreams about the color purple? Do you see the color no, purple? I, with your redecorating no, I don't recall like picking up on purple. Okay, look for purple. That's money. Oh. Oh, but we cut Shaman Rye off. I'm sorry. What were you going to say, Shaman Rye? No, no, that's it. I, I, I really am not getting anything else. I just think it sounds like you, your future is, is fine and stable, and you should just keep a very positive outlook that you do. Yeah, yeah, okay. And look All into right. being Thank a healer. You, that's a, look into being a healer or something. That's something you could do from home. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll do that. I'll go to the spiritual church. They have a spiritual church here, and... Perfect. They do hands-on and things like that. Maybe I'll get involved in that. Okay. What, what area are you calling from? Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara, California. California. Okay, I see. I I just don't have all the area codes memorized. Well, awesome. I hope that was helpful, Donna. Yeah, very helpful. Thank you very much. Have a nice Excellent. day. My pleasure. You too. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, area code 818. We're really cranking these out. 818, I'm bringing you live on the air. Welcome to the show. Uh-huh. What's your name? Oh, thank you. This is awesome show. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. I'm Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Thank you very much. Is this, Are you a first-time listener? Uh, yes, I am, actually. Oh, I hope you continue to tune in. We do a lot of fun stuff here. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> we, do, we have Dream I, Interpretation. We have A Course in Miracles, Psychic Readings, a Psychic Free-for-All. It's good stuff. What is your question for Everything I, I want to be a part of, so that's awesome. But my question is, um, I feel like my life is on the precipice of change. Um, I, I, just within my career, relationships, new beginnings, and I'd, I'd like to know what Shaman Ra has to say about that. 
Well, they're they're asking a question, and when I say they, you know, it's my guys. I don't differentiate most of the time. It's I, you should know that before I came on the air, I said a, I just want people to understand this. I said a prayer to God, to Mother, Father, God, to Jesus, Mother Mary, to my gurus and and ascended masters, archangels. So when I say they, uh, somebody up there probably has a team or answering me. Um, and say your name again for me. My name is Brittany. Brittany, okay. So, Brittany, um, have you been kind of angry lately? No. They're saying to the, the words they're saying to me is, why are you angry? Those are, those are their words to me, so I'm, I'm just repeating it. But you don't feel that you have been angry? No, that's so interesting. No, I haven't. Okay. Um I'm just listening to what they're saying. Okay. So what they're what they're saying to me is that the issues you're facing with work, um, with joy, with um, with men, um, have come about because of uh, situations you've faced in the past. You've handled them well. Um, um, it, it seems like you're hungry for change. That's what they're saying. Um, so, um, have, basically, there are positive things on the, on the horizon. Um, are you meditating? Yes. Have you had visions? Yes, uh, and I'm starting to hear. So what they're saying is you're about to open to a whole new world. You still have some clearing to do. Okay. It has to do with, it has to do that came back to anger again. There's some level of anger that you're not recognizing, that you're not being you're not being straightforward about in 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 this it has something to do with men uh, it also has to do with your work and that's just what they're saying um rose colored glasses is what they're saying to me you know you kind of you may be looking at some things through rose colored glasses and not seeing them as they truly are for you and this frustrates you and then you get angry and you push it away because you don't want to deal with it and um, instead of, you know, it's good, um, it's okay to move it along, the situations, but you want to you wanna deal with them a little bit more. You want to, um, you don't have to be confrontational with certain things, but you want to you wanna deal with them um, and replace some of the thoughts that you have. So um, overall, you're moving in a good direction. Um, you know, everybody, by the way, at this time, the vibrations on the earth are coming up so much, and each year it gets higher and higher and higher, and part of that is opening us up to release our past memories. That's why so many people are, are interested now in letting go of the pains of the earlier in their life, and as they do it, as I described about myself, as they do that, that's when these abilities open up more and more, 
and our DNA is being activated and a whole bunch of changes are taking place. So um, all I, I am seeing a male, uh, seems to have dark hair, um, and I don't know, I'm seeing an airplane, has something to do with an airplane, a small airplane, a single prop, and um, and that's, there seems to be an issue around that person. Does that make any sense to you at all, Brittany? Yes, it makes sense. Yes, it does. Okay. So, um, you know, again, you've heard some of the techniques I've recommended to other people. Um, I'm not, I don't have enough time to go into this deeply, but, you know, you can do the forgiveness kind of work. Um, they're saying you don't need soul retrieval or anything like that, but there seems to be some forgiveness kind of work that you want to do. And um, um, you sound like a very um, sweet, gentle person, and they're saying to me, you know, be patient. Um, okay. Does that make sense? Yes, I'm. Yes, patient is. That's one of my things that I'm working on. Yes. Cool, cool. Well, I hope that's been helpful for you. You know, we only have a short time, but I, I appreciate the opportunity to meet with you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Peace and blessings. Thank you. Peace, Brittany. Bye bye. Good stuff. Good stuff. Area code. Do you need a break, Shaman? Or, uh, Shaman Ray. Ray. No, I'm good. I got my nope. water here, and um, they're asking great questions. Yes, they are. Perfect, and you're really giving great answers. Area code five zero two, bringing you live on the air. Hello, welcome to Spiritual Hello. Insights. Hi. First time I've uh, been on your show and listening. It's um, it's wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. What's your name? I'm Carol. Carol and. Do you have your computer on, or can you turn the volume down on your speaker so the feedback doesn't? Is that better? Yes, much better. Thank you. Okay. Okay. All right. And what's your question for Shaman Rai? Well, I've done a lot of work, um, and I've been reading about soul retrieval on and off for a few years, actually. And it's come around again to read about it, and then I found... Shaman Rai here with you, and mm-hmm. I'm interested in soul retrieval. Okay. Um, let me let me give um, before I. Give, well, the first thing that came up, Carol, is they they kept on saying the word funny about you. Are are you kind of a funny person? Is this is that why they're saying that? Or you, do you like to be humorous? Yes, that's true. I was had a, <clears throat> a severe illness, and after that, I uh, became like I let I let my child out. Let's say. Okay, great, great. Okay, so and you did suffer a trauma earlier in your life, um, and that that's when I, I think I described earlier when the situation comes up. What for those who don't know. Um, you can think of soul retrieval as a part of your soul actually being left at a, at the time when a major trauma took place. Uh, it may be rape, it may be abuse, it may be, like I said, separation. I know somebody who was in a tornado, and so that event. And you can think of it in psychological terms as being a fixation. You're always, and, and what happens is you operate in the present, in your adulthood, as though you're being uh, guided or um, controlled by that 
part of your soul that remains in that incident period. And so what happens for me, and every, different people may have different things, Mother Mary was the one who showed me what to do, is that when it's time for soul retrieval, Mother Mary will come, will come to me. She will actually take that soul and hold it in her arms in the most compassionate, caressing way. Archangel Raphael will usually be about three to five feet behind her holding a, 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 a spear or a scepter as guardian, and I've only once ever seen him have to step in to, uh, to protect Mother Mary and the soul, but he's always there for that. What happens is that Mother Mary then holds the soul lovingly and over, it's like moving through time and space, if you believe in time and space. You, it's moving, she moves it up, and she brings it up to the present moment, and your high heart is the area that's above your heart. It's where your thymus is. So if you were to put your hand just above your heart, that's where your soul is. And so Mother Mary brings the, um, brings the soul to that point, and usually what happens, there are different ways that I've seen it happen, but usually what happens is that she integrates the, the younger soul with the present, and I usually see a light going on. I've seen joy, and usually what happens is after that, uh, the person that I'm working with needs to go to sleep for a period of time because there's so much energy that, that is erupting. Um, so does that explain what it is? Is it for you? Yes, and due to... Two children and my husband, I feel that um, what has happened with them, and I feel lost, I feel numb, and my thinking of soul retrieval, just a little bit of reading was, I feel like uh, my soul, I lost part of my soul, or I don't know how to explain it, but I I don't, I don't feel, um, I just, I just walk around numb with things that have happened with with um, uh, the two children and my husband. And okay. so does that make sense? It does, but what I'm hearing is that it's not so much soul retrieval that you need. Um, it's actually um, there There may be cords that have been established between you and, and them where they're actually acting like an energy vampire and they're drawing off your energy. That's what I'm seeing much more of. Um, and as, and, and so, um, with one of the children in particular, I see that something took place with that child and that child, um, may be in great pain, but I just, I, I, you know, Mother Mary would, they're saying you don't need a soul retrieval. Um, that's not that's not the issue for you. And there are other things for you to work out. But um, well, like and, for and instance, this, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'll listen. Well, my son took his life. I had a Down syndrome daughter, and my husband has severe MS that he's paralyzed like eighty percent. And mm-hmm. my two children are have passed, but. My husband, uh, you know, I mean, he's just like 90% paralyzed. And it's like I've gone through two different separate years of releasing with, with um, 
psychologist with EMDR. I work with you work with your left right brain, et cetera, and that helps release a lot of things like an onion. But it's it's still like I feel lost in my why all this, you know, in one lifetime. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I get that. Why am I here now and I'm all put together basically? <laughs> I, mm-hmm. You know, um, it's well, just like. What I'm getting is, uh, first of all, that, um, as I described before, there are chords that are there. And the main focus when you ask that question about why are you here has to do with your husband. That is the main reason that you're here. And I don't, I'm not taking a lot of time to find out what that is. But when you ask that question, that's who popped in for me to see. And that was the key. That was the key role. But the issue of you know, the, the the son passing and and the child who was um, Down syndrome, um, these are all things where um, your heart went out to them and your heart was closed at a certain point as a result of that. You were, you felt overstrained and overused. And, you just, That's you how feel I feel empty. now. I feel right. I feel just. I don't know any other way to live, basically, which I am doing right. now. But um, since the first of the year, actually. But um, I just thought maybe, uh, you know, I'm seeking your advice of if I should go on with this or healing of some kind or. Oh, definitely, definitely do healing. But the the main thing for you is that you need to break the cord between those who have passed and and even your husband um who you have a very strong there's a very strong love there and has been but your husband there there's something there where um that has to do with the drainage of the of the energy from you and right. um and you you by breaking the cords, you need to establish yourself. You're, you're, you know, it's almost like you're being pulled in three different directions still, and you're not integrated in that way. That doesn't call for soul retrieval, okay? Soul retrieval, you're an, you're an adult when this happened. It wasn't a major, it wasn't the kind of things that I described. They're telling me it's not necessary. But you do have to break these cords. You have to let your children go. They have to let you go. And you have to then get some equilibrium and some power in yourself. Okay, um, I do understand that, and to let go and let go, and I've worked on it. As, but um, um, I guess what I'm trying to say, well, like healing, you were talked about the heart. I mean, how do you heal the heart, or is there? Do you do a healing like that? Yeah. Yeah, but there are several steps that need to be done for you. And uh, the focus is first to break the cords. Then there's there needs to be um, a, a reintegration of yourself. Your, your chakras, as I look at them, are not um, – they're, they're not in balance. They're not rotating. Uh, I see one chakra that is rotating and is bright. The other seems to be still and dark. And that's the other thing that's impacting your energy because energy can't come through you. It can't move through you because the heart chakra is closed. 
Um, You're right because now, I ha- saw a doctor for adrenals and thyroid, and I'm I'm, I'm he's helping me, but uh, I am exhausted. Yeah, but you see, the reason that your adrenals are the way they are has more to do with the drainage of the energy. And see, what happens is things start out in the emotional field, then they come in and they manifest physically, all right? So I've had people who, uh, you know, have, have had issues in the solar plexus area, and then it turns into, and then when I feel that, I feel that they have an ulcer and they say, yes, that's true. What I'm saying to you is your energy is not moving through because of emotional blockages that are there, and when those are released, then you'll be able to feel completely different energetically. But it's good to do the work with the doctors. It's good to take the supplements if that's how they're approaching it or whatever they're approaching it, but you want to get yourself released from these burdens that you're still carrying. If you had heard earlier, I did a very quick um, uh, cord release, a woman whose boyfriend, it was a relatively easy one. I'm not doing it with you only because yours is much more complex um, than than what I had before. Well, then I so can that, contact I you on your contact you, you know, on your website to would you uh, work with me more? You know, when I contact yeah. you. Yeah, we should okay. do a session if that's what you want to do. I feel it's. I know it. Well, I feel it's complex. I just. I don't even like to bring up what has happened in my life, but it's like it's happened. I dealt with it, and I'm <clears throat> where I'm at today, and uh, I feel stuck. I mean, I'm stuck. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and and that's literally that's literally the way your energy is in your body. It, it's stuck. It is not flowing. And when you feel right. healthy, your your energy moves through you. Wow. Can I add something? Yes. I just I just want to say that you know I I think and I don't know if it was for you. You seem very calm, but it might be hard for a lot of people, especially with regard to losing a loved one. Um, number one, I'm very sorry for your losses. Um, truly Thank sorry you. for that. Uh, what I want to say is I know uh, Sean Roy, you were saying uh, you got to break those cords, and and I do think that's absolutely necessary because those cords are the instrument through which another person can siphon your energy, and that's necessary. But for anybody who's lost someone and is recoiling at the idea of losing their connection with their loved one, that won't happen. This is specifically a therapeutic suggestion so that so that it doesn't continue and you can reclaim your energy for yourself, which is your right to do. Now, Shaman Rye, do you think these cords... Uh, were solidified in such a negative way because of the caretaker scenario. I, I, I'm not getting that. I'm not. I'm not sure. But okay. um, you know, I, I want to talk to your other point, which is exactly right. You know, all of our, all of those who have passed over, we can always communicate with them and always feel them around them. But we want to, we want to be independent. And when well, we want to talk to them, that, we talk to them. Yeah, my son took his life. Okay, he was 23, but. He is he has contacted me in like a roundabout way a couple times that really shocked me. But you know, I I know he's he's I'm con you know con how can I say he contacted me and uh, through um, a medium that was with my friend. It's really strange. And then also over the radio listening to a 
uh, talk show came through with a medium. But anyway, those are two major things, and one was on his birthday. So he orchestrates, and now I learn, you know, they can contact you in many ways. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, you know, I just, uh, I don't want to be stuck any, anymore. I, I know yeah. things are changing, and I just want to get on with my life. So if I contact you, you can help me with breaking the cords yes. or yes. all yeah. that. Yeah, and again, I, I'm just a facilitator. It would be Archangel Michael and Archangel Raphael that would be doing the actual work. Right, right. I'm just wanting to have someone guided, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, thank yeah, you. I really, well. I thank you, you both very much. You're welcome. You have the website address, Carol? Huh? You have the website address? Yes, I have it on my computer screen here. Perfect. Okay. Thank you so much for calling in and for listening. Okay. Blessings to both of you. Thank you. Oh, blessings to you. Okay, we have time for maybe one more call. Is that okay, Sean Roy? Yeah, that'll be perfect. All righty. Here we go. I can't see a phone number because it might be blocked. Hi, you're on the air. This is Shar. Nazim Rashid here. How are you doing? Nazim, how are you? Oh, are you calling me on Google? Yes, I am, babe. That's why I can't see the phone number. Um, Shaman Ryan, yes. this is my good friend Nazim Rashid. He's the fellow host on Blog Talk Radio. His show, he's the host of The Reconnected Show. He's my good friend. Oh, yes. I'm so nice glad you called in, and he has something he wants to discuss with you. Go ahead, Nazim. Yes. Yes, uh, Shaman, I have an issue with my spine. I have uh, some bulging discs in my lower spine, and actually I'm scheduled for surgery for my cervical spine. I have three discs that actually are hitting my spinal cord and my yeah, my neck there. And so that that that's probably the question there as to what's going on there and um it's affecting my you know, my right and left arms also. It's kind of radiating out. So uh just just try to get some, some closure on what's going on with my spine there. Okay. Uh I'm looking at it and um So did these did these injuries, uh, particularly up by the neck, did that was it a sports accident that you had? Well, no, there's no reason. No doctors can't come up with anything. I've had a few car accidents. I've had some trauma, mainly to my lower back, but there were, was no direct connection to any kind of trauma to my neck whatsoever. They just said it just happened. So. Um, Now, when you look at your background, when you look at your life, um, did you feel that you didn't have uh, support from adults as you grew up? Did you find that, um, particularly from your father, that you didn't have support from him um, to create, to, to be accepted or anything like that? No, uh, there was no support, emotional support from either parents. I was suicidal as a kid. Actually, attempted suicide in my teens. There was no support there whatsoever. I had to. No, I was like a leaf in the wind when I was growing. I had a lot of emotional issues as a child. Right. That that's the source of your issue with your back. Um, and the the accidents, the car accidents, did play a role in it. It, it provided uh, pressure, but uh, basically. You, your issues from your childhood where you were not supported have now manifested 
into the collapse of your of your back of the of the spinal areas, uh, reflecting that lack of support from your parents. It's been a struggle for you throughout your life. You've been successful, but it's been a hard road for you to travel. And so um, you've not done any forgiveness work with your parents. I'm not saying that if you did that suddenly your back would be fine because it's fully manifested. The issues there are fully manifested now in the physical. But um, you would be able to keep some issues away. Like I'm looking at you, and as I said that, I saw that there's something going on with your stomach as well. I don't know if there's an, an ulcer going on there or what, but there's something definitely going on with your stomach. So, uh, again, like I've recommended to others, I recommend you doing some forgiveness work with your parents. Um, um, you know, feel blessed. Um, you know, you, um, you have that you have a Holy Spirit. Um, you're very divinely guided in what you do. Um, yes. That's where that's where your trust lies. Your trust does not lie with people. Um, right. Uh, and as you go into this surgery, you need to, to work on yourself. And I'm speaking from my own experience. You're not quite in a space of trust with your physicians, and I can understand that because I just went through a hernia operation. And believe me, I oh, went no. through it for eight years. <laughs> but I'm fine. Oh, no. But you know, I didn't trust doctors, and finally, when I was able to trust the doctors and get over that, everything went great. So, mm-hmm. there's some work for you to do in forgiving your parents, their authority figures. I think there was something with a teacher as well who humiliated you, and uh, all of that is what's taking place physically, and you need to do some work with them, and you need to clear your mind and uh, work on on trust and um and that's why it's important for you to do that first work with your parents because you're not going to trust these doctors and you're not going to feel safe and it's going to slow down your recovery unless you get yourself into a completely different mindset of allowing yourself to to uh, to be handled and trusting these people to work on you. It's no matter mm-hmm. what, it's a, no matter what you know, it's a complicated and different difficult operation that you're going to go through, um, and um, and there's no guarantee on the other end. You know that, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. So yes I've done a lot of work. Begin. I'm sorry. The whole issue begins there with your parents uh, and this teacher. Um, there were also, you were also, I get the feeling that you've been picked on by other boys when you were growing up. But So you've drawn some of these things, this humiliation and this victim mode, you've drawn that. That was created as a young as a young boy, and you've drawn that to you. But but you're collapsing the very support of your body um, through uh, still carrying that anger and resentment that you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Now I have done a lot of work. Matter of fact, I have a book that I've authored about two years ago on this very same subject. And I've done a lot of work with forgiveness and so forth. I've done a lot of that, but there's always more you can do. So I do know that. Correct. It's, and as I always say, it's peeling the onion. You're just peeling the onion. That's all it is. We're all mm-hmm, doing mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a question, Shaman Ryan? Do you? And this just popped into my mind. And if it pops, I know I have to say it. And all right. in, in part of Nazim's recovery post-surgery, would you recommend that he not visit said parents to accelerate the healing process? Do you think visiting with them would hurt or help? 
Um, and I say Ben, meaning one or the other, you know. It, it's all going to depend on his mindset. If he's going to go there and he's not clear, if he hasn't forgiven them fully in his heart, and he's going to go and visit them, then what's going to happen is he's going to, he's going to feel negative towards them, and that's the energy he's going to draw to himself. If he can forgive them and be open and allow love to flow through him, that will speed him up tremendously. Because mm-hmm. okay. you, mm-hmm. you mentioned some back spasms when you visit, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't, believe I've done a lot. I've done a lot. Matter of fact, what I actually have, I've done, I've created a virtual family, a virtual mother. My father had, had deceased uh, quite some time ago. Um, 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 but I've, I've actually created other family members in my virtual experience, and I love to hug them. They love to hug me back. I feel warm there, so when I'm around the actual, you know, actual mother, then then uh, I'm still totally fine because I'm still surrounded by love and forgiveness, so I'm totally mm-hmm. fine. So I've done that many times. It's been very successful. Uh, sometimes I drop the ball, though, I, I must admit. <laughs> Aw. Yeah. We all do. That's, co- that's called being human. Yeah. Yes, I do. But I do know when I do my my virtual experience before I walk in the door, my mother, because she's always she's a, she's a baker. She's always baked these great pastries and, and cooking. Man, she called today with some brand new salmon croquettes she wants me to try. I mean, she's always baking and cooking all the time. And um, so I'm over there a few times a week, and uh, and so there's a lot of love around the food naturally. And uh, but sometimes I forget because you know I just forget I was going there for the food and love. But I forget that sometimes. You know, she has this other energy, and I said, oh, no. I, I, when I do create this virtual uh, experience, it's so wonderful. I'm going, I'm smiling, laughing, going in there, and everything's wonderful. And I need to do it more often. I should do that consciously every time I go over there. And then um, along with the forgiveness work I'm doing also, and then uh, 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 God willing, that will help the whole process. You know, one of the earlier callers, one of the ladies, um, said that she had had an illness, and after that, she approached life and everything was funny. And I'll I relate that to something for me, for you. So Mm -hmm. uh, my family, um, I did not speak to my family for 30 years uh, because of things that had happened uh, as a result of the way my mother was and and all of that. And I went through the forgiveness process, but uh, and, and so I communicated with her, and but it took a long time. And now I'm in a very good mindset because of the relationship I'm in and I feel life is good and I feel I'm doing the work that I'm supposed to. And my mother called me after the hernia operation to find out how I was. And she wanted, she offered me a gift of money. And I said, well, Ma, she's in her nineties. I said, you know, Ma, why don't you hold on to it? Because, you know, you've been out of work a lot longer than I have. And she said, you made a joke. You were funny. And, you know, that is the biggest shift for me, is I can now approach her with it. She's not going to change, but I now can look at her and be <laughs> silly and funny about her no matter where she goes. And when she says her usual stuff, I can just let it go right by me. So I offer that as some coaching for you. It's not just going and, and if you can maintain that humor, that lightness, that allows the love to come through and, and, and the light to come through. You know, you're so right because when I have this virtual, uh, I guess my virtual family that I'm, I'm hugging and embracing, while I'm in that moment, you're right. I'm in there and I don't really see her 
for what she's doing. I'm looking at my my mother I've created, and and I'm just laughing. And it, it's I don't care what she might say, it's all fine because I'm filtering it to be pure love anyway. And so it's all fine. I just need to <laughs> I need to do that more often. Cool. Cool. <laughs> That's great. You know, so I really appreciate what you're saying. So I, I will do more conscious forgiveness work. I've done a lot of that. Or at one point before I did my work. Even the the thought of calling her would make my heart race, and and I would just I I wouldn't you know didn't want to step in her house, and I just I just even when she would talk to me, I would just feel all the old resentment, and uh, but I I way past that. That was a long time ago, and uh, so I don't have those issues. And I tried with my father when he was alive, but he just didn't want to budge, and so so at one point, yeah, I had some real serious feelings every time you know I would talk or or, or even her name was mentioned to me. I would just start saying, oh, my God, not not again. Uh, but I passed yeah. way all that. I'm, I'm way past that. And so there's always a, another level I can climb. And so I need to keep doing the forgiveness work, keep doing it, and uh, know that I'm not ever done. Right. And two things come up for me as, as you're talking. One is, uh, obviously, even when somebody has crossed over to the other side, we can still do that forgiveness work and shift that whole relationship. Um, mm. And then, um, you know, so just because they're gone, it's not over. You know, we still, because remember, the result of whatever they did to us remains in us, and we want to release that and set ourselves free. So we can always write the letter that I described earlier or do the heart upon honor, whatever it takes, in order to release that, even when they're on the other side. And I can't remember the mm. second point, um, but, but that's an important one. Yes, I see. Uh, I can do that. It's, it's interesting with my uh, father. He was it was just basically emotional abandonment. He was never was there. So kind of like you don't miss we never had kind of with him. My mother was the one all the time there all the time, but he was just never there. He never was. There. I can't remember that one conversation I've ever had with my father. And here I'm 61. He's long gone. So he never he never. But in his mind, his job was just to make money and um, make sure that the money was was taking care of the family. And uh, he was gone day and night, and so he, I saw him at dinner time, and that was all. And uh, and so he never uh, had any idea in his mind that he was supposed to spend any time with his family. He had a trophy family, uh, uh, and so that was his thing. He wanted to brag about his family at, on the work, on a job. Some people like that, but they don't ever, ever want to be involved in the family. And so uh, so my brother, now my brother opposite, my brother needed my father and just was hurt all the time. He was never there, but my so I let him go when I was uh, uh, just two or three emotionally. I didn't, I didn't. He was never there, so when he would pass through, it was just a stranger coming through. You see, but I do understand that knowing the needs of the child, uh, needing to have that that emotional support, uh, uh, forgiveness work is still done. It need need to be done anyway, and so I need to do more of that anyway. Even though I don't have any, my mother is different. There was some different feeling because she was there all the time and being not supportive. But he would never was there, so there's, there's, there's very little. Um, uh, it's easier with him because he was, you know, like I said, you kept don't miss. We never had, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Makes sense. Does it make sense to you? It makes perfect sense. Okay. Makes, okay. Okay. Makes sense well, to everybody. That. Yeah. How okay. do you feel now, Nazim? So you you sound great, and I know that you're going to sail through this surgery with flying colors, and I'm here for you. And Shaman Rai, if, if you need him, you can get in touch pre and post surgery. Sure, that uh, sounds sounds wonderful. Okay. And let me tell you, let me just say one other thing. What I did yes. as soon as I came out of my surgery, 
was I I put my hands over the surgery and I I just I just sent light to that. And the doctor couldn't believe how fast I healed. And I sat there, well, I ran Reiki. And I did. I ran energy. If you, I don't know what you, you, know, uh, you work with energy, but yes, I would I say, I would say before and after your energy, run the light, run the energy so that the healing, can, so that, and put the light around you to protect yes. yourself so you feel comfortable. Yes. But after that surgery, right away, as soon as you can move your hands or however you use run the light, mm-hmm. run that mm-hmm. energy through you because it'll help keep the swelling down. I've done that over and over. There was a woman who broke her ankles. Immediately I put energy to her. She was able to be operated right after there was no swelling. So you can really? do that too. Okay. I can, yeah, I do that. I'm, I'm in line with that. I can do that. Matter of fact, when I was first met the surgeon, you're right, not having this trust because I'm, I'm, I'm more health-oriented. I like holistic doctors and naturopaths. And so I don't feel comfortable with medical doctors. So you're right about the, the <laughs> trust. <laughs> wow. And so, and awesome. so when I when I went out with the surgeon, when I met the surgeon for the first time, I was like, oh my god, what kind of guy is this one? I hope he's not a hack. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And so, cool. so when I when I met, you're right. Matter of fact, when I was in his office, my my wife can attest to this. I was really spasming. You know, I was I felt fine before I was there, but when when I was in his presence, I was a spasm. I said, oh, why am I spasming like this? And Oh my God! So I need to change the energy up for some kind of way. So you're right. I need to run some energy. I will do run energy in the room before I start and afterwards. I will do that. And also, I would tell myself, I'm trusting this doctor. I trust that he's now being an agent of the of of, of the spirit from which we all came from. And he's going to do the best work. I'll, I'll keep telling myself that. And, and also, also, if you can, if you can, you know what built my confidence up was that I got references from four people in my town who had this surgeon. It helps if you can read about them or get some, oh, yeah. get feedback from other people so you can ha- it'll help build your confidence about it. Oh, yeah, I did that for sure. Oh, yeah, before I saw him, I did that. <laughs> I got okay, a lot cool. of research on this guy. He guy especially has a lot of credentials, a lot of experience, and uh, my, my primary doctor said loves him, and, and so I said, okay. And, uh, and and he was he was very clear and, and he's very kind in the in the our meeting. It was just me. I wasn't. It was my first time, and so I know how I am with medical yeah. doctors. I've had a lot of bad experience with them, you know. And and mm-hmm. especially when I like to ask questions, and they don't want to answer my questions, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I have a mm-hmm. problem with that. And so you, and, and remember save, what? Let me say real yes, quick sorry, because we have literally two minutes and seven seconds remaining for the show. Oh. The way you're, okay. the way tr- doctors treat you, I found, is a direct reflection of the hell I felt about my parents. Ah. Disre- disregarded, disrespected, condescending attitudes, and they didn't take care of me like I was hoping they would. And there's a forgiveness there, too, because it's expecting so much more on an energetic level than just medical care. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does. it does make sense. Yeah. It does, right. and I, I love and when I went on my naturopath. Oh, it's so much different. Everybody's loving one another. It's, it's much more different. So I love love that right. side more. So you're right. I'm going. I'm going to start putting more trust and love for this particular doctor, and send light to even right now. So I'll start sending light to him now, even beforehand. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, so I'll talk appreciate to you soon, Nazim. Good. I appreciate right, it. Bye bye. Excellent job. Thank you again. Oh, uh, yes, you're welcome. All right, Nazim. All right, um, I gotta make this quick. If you would like to receive a session with Shaman Rai, visit
visit shamanrai.com, S-H-A-M-A-N-R-A-I.com. You can also connect with him on Facebook at shaman.rye.52. We will definitely have you back on Shaman Rye to do more sessions if you like, and the date for that will be announced. If you'd like to go to my Facebook page, Spiritual Insights Radio, you can sign up for email communications, and I'll announce the day and time that Shaman Rye will be returning. Would you like to do that? I'd love to. This is fabulous. We had a great time. This is really, really great. So, yes, we'll do periodic sessions with you, and I'll announce to everybody through email, so sign up on my Facebook page, Spiritual Insights Radio. Thank you to all the callers for asking such absolutely wonderful questions, for all your patience, and Shaman Rai, for you, for all of your love and wisdom. Thank you so much. Thanks for all you're doing, too, Charlotte. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll talk to you very soon. Until next time, everyone, God bless, and be at peace.